boys and girls, it is another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I'm your lovely host, Rafael Machewski, and I am going solo in this one, and I have an interesting topic of capacity that I want to bring up, because I've been using this analogy with a lot of patients I've been seeing, and it can really be used for so many different parts of your life, including your health. But before we get into it, we got to do some shout outs. We got a lot of East Coast love all the way out in New York, New York City. Shout out to everyone in New York City listening to my show. You are number one of my top listeners. I think this is the first time. And funny enough, number two, number two, <laughs> almost screwed up saying number two, that's a day in life of wrath. I will think faster than my mouth can move, and then my, I'll combine two words together, and I think I brought this up on another episode of my show, but there you go, almost screwed up saying number two. So the number two spot is taken by Brooklyn, New York. Shout out to everyone in Brooklyn listening to my show. Super, super awesome. And number three, all the way in India, Mumbai. Shout out to everybody in India listening to my show. That is super cool. All right, moving on because that's the first thing we got to do on the show because I think it's awesome when you're listening to a podcast radio show, YouTube thing, and the creator, the person in charge of it, takes the time to give a shout-out to individuals, to cities, to places. That's just my thing. I I gotta do it. But, let's talk about capacity. So in a rehab setting, anytime I'm dealing with a person who's very, very frustrated with getting better... I'll always tell them, you know, it's a process and you need to know where your capacity is in the sense of how much activity can you do before your knee starts flaring up, your shoulder starts flaring up, your neck starts flaring up, right? So now that you're injured, say your left shoulder, it has less of a capacity than your right shoulder for everyday things that you do. And say you're a gym goer and you're working out, you know you have your injury, and no matter what you do in your workout, it always has sharp pain. So then I start educating the patient on, you know, what are you doing daily that might be taking, you know, your shoulder's life. You know, like if you're playing a video game where you have certain lives, three lives, for example, you know, what activities that you might be doing daily that's taking that away. One of the best analogies I've heard is from Stuart McGill about your piggy bank, right? And he's a huge, huge researcher genius when it comes to low back pain. And he would always bring up the analogy of a piggy bank, you know? The more things you do to make your back feel better, you're constantly adding a dollar to your piggy bank for movement allowance without pain. So if you're going to physio, to Cairo, getting a massage, doing your rehab exercises, hinging at the hips before you pick something up 
at home, you're constantly adding a dollar to your movement piggy bank. But then you decide to, I don't know, lift your kid up in a weird way. You take a piggy out of your piggy bank, you take a dollar out. You decide to help your friend move. Let's take $5 out of your piggy bank. And now you're getting into the negatives. Now you're wondering why the hell your back is so flared up. It's because you've hit your capacity for movement insurance, essentially. Right? So if you take that concept in a rehab setting, I tell people, whatever you do with that hurt left shoulder, it's taking a dollar out of that piggy bank. So you need to be really smart on what you can and can't do. You know, if you're already taking out overhead pressing or any exercise that bugs you, you're you're adding a dollar to that piggy bank. But the stuff that you do around the house has a huge, huge role in that. You know, and the moment I see this all the time, a patient starts feeling better. They automatically just go right back to where they were when it comes to activity-wise, and then the next day, their shoulder, their low back, their knee is as worse as it was day one because they keep hitting that capacity and going beyond it. If you go beyond it, that's where you fuck yourself over. So now let's take this analogy of your capacity into weight loss, right? If you decided at one point of this year, last year, the last 10 years to make weight loss a priority, you still have that capacity effect as well, right? Number one, are you making it a priority? And even your priorities has a capacity to it. Ideally, like I've said this a couple years ago about the four burner analogy, right? I'm all about analogies if you haven't noticed already. You can only put 100% in effort, time, passion, determination, all that kind of crap into four things at once. So now you need to prioritize four things on your burners, on your oven, to keep them going. So say your first burner is your family, your second burner is your career, your third burner is whatever, and your fourth burner is your weight loss goal. That's your capacity right there, four things. But what if you have six other things going on? Like, I always bring up this Say you're in the middle of selling your house, starting a new business, getting a new puppy, or deciding to go back to school, going to the other side of the world for a new job venture. Like, all those things add up, and you're way beyond your capacity, and now you're still in your head expecting that your weight loss goal of 10, 20, 30 pounds is still going to happen but you're way beyond that capacity of four things that you can actually put your 100% effort in. And now you can use this analogy for so many different things of your life. Relationships, your work, your household chores. Like, is going back to school to do your master's while you have three children and you're a single mom, single dad, whatever, really a good idea? And then this goes full circle back to another episode I went so long about self-awareness. Are you actually self-aware enough to know what your capacity is? Some people don't. And like an easy thing I get people to do is 
write down like every single responsibility that they have to do daily in order to live. And then start writing a list of things that you want to accomplish and do. And now look at those two lists. And, and when people look at them, they're like, holy fuck, I have so many things that I'm trying to do at once. Right? It's like that another analogy, chasing two rabbits at the same time. You're never going to catch them. you got to zero in on one thing. So I'm really happy how this episode kind of came together because this whole capacity thing is kind of like the cherry on top of all these other things I've spoken about. And for those listening, I'm literally putting one hand up of like a pyramid, essentially, of capacity being the top. And then all the other things underneath are the supporting pillars of this pyramid of success, I'm going to call it, right? You have your self-awareness, you have that four burner analogy and other shit that probably has to be able to make that perfect looking pyramid. But capacity is such an important thing to know and it also shows your limitations. So I think I'm going to end it there for you to mull this over, you know, to really think about it. Hopefully I just, like, trigger something in your brain where you're like, fuck, Raph, you are so right. I keep going past my capacity, right? And this will lead to burnout, too. You know, I've seen it so many times, not only in fitness and health, but in life, right? You're trying to juggle so many things way beyond your capacity, and then you're just at one point of your life where you're like, fuck, what am I doing this for? You have so much going on. So really hone in on what's really important to you and see if you can actually make all those goals in your life, whether it be weight loss, career, relationships, whatever it is, priority number one, two, three, or four. That's your capacity, four things that you can do really, really well. Sound good? Okay, perfect. <laughs> A little update on my freaking ebook that everyone keeps asking me about and I always tell them you know it's going terrible and <laughs> I'm not gonna lie it's going really really horribly right now because one I need to give a special shout out to Lee Peel who you don't if you haven't heard I've had her on my show a couple times I even got her to interview me on my own show which was amazing and she's like one of the biggest idols in my life when it comes to the fitness and health industry and I've been following her since I freaking started in the industry she took it upon herself to get her assistant to actually help me get my book approved through freaking ClickBank. And we're still having trouble for it getting approved. So I'm really hoping I can get this thing off the ground this week to figure out why, like, why it's not happening. But I'm trying to stay optimistic that it's all part of this greater plan and it's part of this, you know, mission that it's happening a certain way to reach more people, which is my ultimate goal. So please be patient. If you haven't done so already, hit the show notes, add yourself to that lovely pre-sale list and you will get an email before everyone else like I've been saying forever 24 hours so you can get a copy of the book and really 
enjoy what I've created. And again, shout out to Lee Peel. Holy shit, you're amazing. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to me ramble on about capacity and my other shit going on. You guys are the best. I love you so much. Have a wonderful day.